Welcome to Walking with Moses, where we walk through the first five books of the Bible from two unique perspectives. My name is Dylan White, and I come from a Messianic Jewish background. And my name is Jordan Gann, and I come from an Evangelical Christian background. Today is March 18th, 2022, the 15th of Adar the second in the year 5782. And today we're going to be going through Leviticus chapter 8, verse 22 through 29. He then presented the other ram, the ram for the ordination, and Aaron and his sons laid their hands on its head. Moses slaughtered the ram and took some of its blood and put it on the lobe of Aaron's right ear, on the thumb of his right hand, and on the big toe of his right foot. Moses also brought Aaron's sons forward and put some of the blood on the lobes of their right ears, on the thumbs of their right hands, and on the big toes of their right feet. Then he splashed the blood against the sides of the altar. After that, he took the fat, the fat tail, all the fat around the internal organs, the long lobe of the liver, both kidneys and their fat, and the right thigh, and from the basket of bread made without yeast, which was before the Lord, he took one thick loaf, one thick loaf with oil mixed in, and one thin loaf, and he put those on the fat portions and on the right thigh. He put all these in the hands of Aaron and his sons, and they waved them before the Lord as the wave offering. Then Moses took from their hands and burned them on the altar on top of the burnt offering as an ordination offering, a pleasing aroma, a food offering presented to the Lord. Moses also took the breast, which was his share of the ordination ram, and waved it before the Lord as a wave offering, as the Lord commanded Moses. So starting in verse 22, it says, And he brought near the second ram, the ram of investors, shlemim offering, a peace offering. And here it's being given as a todah, as a thanksgiving offering, uh, something we've actually talked about previously. And in this context, we know it's a peace offering because down in verse 26, he's offering something with it. Yeah, bread. And again, specifically, unleavened and leavened bread representing the everyday miracle as well as the overt miracle. So they're thanking God for the opportunity and the privilege of serving him in his house for investing them with the priesthood. So verse 23 says, And he slaughtered it, and Moses took some of its blood and placed it on the cartilage of Aaron's right ear, on the thumb of his right hand, on the big toe of his right foot. So what's the significance of the body parts here? So the ear, obviously, you use to hear. Your hands you use to perform the commandments. And your feet are directed where you desire to go. So the anointing of the blood on these body parts is a reminder to direct these specific capacities towards these proper goals. Verse 24 says, And he brought Aaron's sons forward, and Moses placed some of the blood on the cartilage of the right ears, and on the thumbs of the right hands, on the big toes of the right feet, and Moses dashed the blood on the altar all around. Why place this idea of Moses dashing the blood on the altar right after mentioning that that same blood was put on the ears, the hand, and the foot of the priests? To teach us that the passion and the drive of these priests, and really all of us, in our hearing, in our actions, that is through our, whatever we put our hand to, and our feet, wherever our feet take us in life, that they all need to be oriented towards God's service. Verse 25, and he took the fat, the tail, and all the fat which was on the innards, the diaphragm of the liver, the two kidneys together with their fat, and the right thigh. Now we've talked about the fat being a sense of being the best portion, but it's also an idea of our sense of delight. Because when you eat foods that create fat within the body, right, you're usually eating things that are pleasurable. Right. And so here it's talking about reorienting our sense of delight towards godliness in our hearing, in our actions, and in our movements. 
Verse 26 says, And out of the basket of unleavened bread that was before the Lord, and he took one loaf of unleavened bread, and one loaf of the oily bread, and one wafer, and he placed them on top of the fats in the right thigh. So the breads and the fat are being offered as a part of the wave offering, the tanufa and the teruma that were to be given to the priests. Right. Now the right thigh, however, typically belong to the priest. Right. However, both the bread and the thigh and the fat go onto the altar and they're completely consumed. Why is that? Well, on a very practical level, Moses is serving alone in this investor ceremony. And as you know from the shlamim or the peace offering, it has to be eaten within two days, right? The day on which it's offered in the following day. By the third day, you have to burn it up. Well, if you're taking a whole cow and you're slaughtering it for this peace offering, and you're supposed to eat not only the breast, but the thigh as a single individual, this becomes quite a bit of meat. And so Moses, not being capable of eating all of that meat before the third day, they burn it up. And so this is the only time that the right thigh is ever burned up, and the only time that the bread is completely burned up on the altar. Because normally these portions belong to the priests, and from this point forward, following this investor ceremony, it will belong to them. And verse 27 says, and then he placed it on Aaron's palms and on his son's palms, and he waved them as a waving before the Lord. It says, and he waved them, but it doesn't qualify it. Now, immediately you might think, well, Aaron is waving the offering, and that makes the most sense. But at the same time, when it says, otam, and he waved them, it could also refer to, in one interpretation, Moses waving the priests. Oh, I hope it's that one. Three, four guys up here in front of God and everybody, literally millions of Israelites, and Moses just picks some dude up and gives him a good shaking. <laughs> yeah, and I, I guess there's some kind of application here that obviously the role of the leader is to lift the people up and help qualify them for service. He, whoever that is, most likely Aaron, but could be Moses, is waving them. Who is them? Either the offering or the people. Verse 28 goes on to say, And Moses took them from their hands and made them go up and smoke on the altar along with the burnt offering. And they were investor offerings, that is, offerings for their investor into the priesthood. As a pleasing aroma, a fire offering to the Lord. And Moses took the breast and waved it as a waving before the Lord, and it belonged to Moses as a portion from the ram of the investors, as the Lord had commanded Moses. So Moses is operating in the capacity as a priest, right? Though he not being a priest, wearing this white robe, but not priestly garments. And he's passing the torch onto those who have been invested into the office. The role of leadership is ultimately to pass the torch and to cause others to stand up on their own in their service to God. We're at the conclusion of the Miluim. Having taken a look at all the physical details, how would you wrap in a bow tie some of these applications for those who are listening and trying to understand how they, being a kingdom of priests and a holy nation through Messiah, can take this section and apply it into their life? First and foremost, our drive should be towards God. The way we walk, the way we talk, the way we live, it should all go towards God. It involves the entire person. Exactly. As well as we should be looking for joy as we go about God's business. Our delight should be in God. Even the parts that require a little work, a little effort, it's all for the joy. And just as Moses shook the priests, <laughs> I hope, Christ is going to shake up our lives as we work our way through God's commandments. And finally, 
Moses did all this for a purpose. It was to raise up the next generation of leaders within the tabernacle. Right, to pass the torch to those who were qualified for service. Exactly. We should be doing the same thing. Just as we learn, and there are people that have led us to the point that we're at. We've had teachers, we've had elders. Just as those people have brought us up, now we are in a position that we should be sharing that knowledge. We should be leading the next generation to come alongside us the right way and making sure that we're being very careful and diligent in the way that we lead them. Join us again tomorrow for another episode of Walking with Moses.